Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com coming to you from Jerry World, AT&T Stadium, the Death Star, a place where we have seen Arkansas lose so many games over the last decade. Not today, not today. Anybody who says Arkansas got lucky, any of that stuff, you're a jerk. <laughs> you're a jerk if that's what you said today because Arkansas dominated this game. And it's another game against a Texas team where the score is a lot closer than the actual outcome. 443 yards to 272, 20 to 10, Razorback win. Probably could have been 30 to seven. It really could have. So many Aggie fans gave me such a hard time for saying that Arkansas, if both teams played equally in terms of penalties, turnovers, all those things, special teams, that Arkansas had the better team. I left myself a message last night, 1129. I'd watched some more game film right before I went to bed. And I just said, basically a note from the past that you already know what happened, but Arkansas is about to soundly beat Texas A&M tomorrow. I just, you know, like people had so many different opinions on this game, just like you always do, but like it wasn't that hard to turn the video on and see that Arkansas had a better team than Texas A&M. And that hasn't been true. I haven't picked Arkansas to win this game for many years. But I did this time, I went 28-24, but I really started to feel when I went to bed last night, like, man, they might just clobber them. And kind of looked like that was what was gonna happen. I mean, it looked like they were, it was 17 nothing. It looked like Arkansas was about to just run away with it. And really the momentum shifted. They got down there and they had that great catch from Traylon Burks, it was like 22 yards and they needed 23. And they hurried up and, and ran a play. Probably should have cooked a field goal, but you know, I, I get it. You know, you're thinking go up 24. Sam Pittman said he'd do it every time. I kind of like, I get a little frustrated because coaches sometimes just don't take the medicine and, and get the field goal. And that would have put Arkansas up 20 nothing. They would have kicked them, you know, had 75 yards to drive in a short amount of time. You know, Arkansas might've gone into halftime 20 0 but that's not what happened. And really a little bit of a momentum swing that combined with, with, uh, with KJ Jefferson going out of the game. Who KJ was very solid today. Uh, 7 of 15 passing, 212 yards, 27.3 yards completion. I mean, pretty, pretty solid day for KJ Jefferson. There's only nine completed passes. Most of them went to Traylon Burks. What do you have, six for 167 and a touch? Good game for those guys. I don't think anybody else had more than one catch. So, But, you know, there was a huge shift in momentum for Arkansas. Uh, Texas A&M really bowed up in the second half. 
KJ went out, Malik came in, and you know he did some good things here and there running the ball. But it started to become obvious that you know he's just going to run. And man, the guts on KJ Jefferson to come back in this game. I mean, what a stud! Did anybody think KJ was going to be as important, as good as he is right now? I mean, running, passing, all of the things that he does for this team, leading. I mean, in that, in that play that he had there, Arkansas needed a first down. They had to have a first down to ice the game. And you know his knee is hurting. You know it's hurting. And he drives for that extra yard to get that first down on that play. That's the kind of stuff that teams are made of. That is what we're talking about with Sam Pittman, the way this team is led. Barry Odom, Kendall Browse. I mean, everything just kind of has come together. And like I was saying, if you said anything like Arkansas got lucky, you're just a jerk. I mean, like the stars have finally aligned and we've been waiting for it for so long. But, you know, having all these seniors come back, 11 seniors, and I love what Grant Morgan said, there's not a single super senior in that locker room who has one bit of regret coming back to Arkansas. And I'm gonna tell you something, like it's just human nature to look ahead. Man, I haven't really looked up at this. I said I wasn't going to come down field level for this game because I stand under this under this upright right here, year after year, standing next to David Basil. We have conversations about it. Like, don't weren't we standing here last time when Arkansas lost in overtime? So I said I'm not coming down to the field when the game is going on, not till it's over. But it is awe-inspiring just to be down here. I mean, it is insane. I can't imagine playing a game, coaching a game, any of that stuff in an environment like this. It's just, it doesn't even look like a stadium from down here. But anyway, it's human nature to look ahead. And Arkansas is gonna lose a lot off this team, but what they're going to be able to carry is the momentum, the sense of winning, the, the know-how how to win. That's something that these guys can pass on to this next group. And you've got some really good young players, A.J. Green, Rocket Sanders, Keetron Jackson, Takias Crawford, Jalen St. John. I mean, there's a lot of guys coming back next year um, but we don't want to look too far ahead. We're, heck, I haven't even talked about Georgia, which is going to be a challenge next week. But let's focus on this game right now. And just a, just a solid performance. They came out like they knew that they were going to win the game. 17-0. They almost felt too jacked up. That's what some of my buddies were saying in the group thread. A little too jacked up. Too pumped up. Great performance. It, it looked a little scary there when uh, you know when Malik had come in, and again, not that that's anything on Malik. It's just that you know the defense really bowed their necks and stood tall. There was one probably one bad play, and Grant Morgan again another great quote after the game, saying that you know they had beat their ass on 59 of the 60 plays to that point, and they really had. I mean, they were. They were just solid top to bottom. They were flying. I know if you were watching on TV, that's something I always say, watch that first couple plays. And I haven't seen it on TV yet, but I guarantee you there was a lot of red jerseys swarming to the football. Injuries, that's, that's a factor obviously. And you know, you have to take into account Hayes King not being available for this one. But again, when you look at the teams going into the game, Arkansas just looked better. They've looked better on, on video than, than Texas A&M did. I don't know why it was so hard for everybody to see that. And a lot of people were like, how can you objectively say that if Arkansas keeps it clean, then it's gonna be an even game? How can you homer this up or something? You know, a lot of Texas A&M fans saying that, but I mean, that's just what I saw. And it's not like I picked Arkansas to win this game. So 
Injuries did play a role, obviously. Arkansas got very fortunate to get Ricky Stromberg back, to get Dalton Wagner back. I think they would have been in okay shape anyway, but it was big for them. And then Texas A&M kind of went the other way with their injuries. Obviously they had the quarterback situation, but they lost. You know, they had some injuries at wide receiver, injuries on the offensive line. Uh, I think I think they were without a cornerback also. But Arkansas ran into some issues too. They lost Traylon Burks for a little bit, and he looked, he sounds like he's going to be fine. Lost KJ Jefferson. I mean, when KJ went out, it started getting like because it felt like after the first half, didn't it? Didn't it feel like after the first half that it was like 24 nothing? That's what it felt like to me. It felt like Arkansas had just clobbered them, and it was you know at one point it was just a seven point game. Trey Williams was incredible. Two sacks, could have had four, had two, two of them were, uh, he got a holding, drew holding calls against uh, Texas A&M. But uh, Trey Williams was fantastic. Monteric Brown, an incredible interception over there. Really concerned that they were gonna overturn that. And how amazing was Traylon Burks' catch? I mean, he was, it's like right here. Just like, I mean, it could not have been more on, but the fact that he even pulled that down and, and made them like actually go back and look at it, just astonishing. It's just, it's incredible how, I mean, he's 6'3", 225. I mean, he's one of the best players that Arkansas has ever had come through here. Maybe the first wide receiver taken in the NFL draft, and it's gonna really hurt losing him. But again, there are some younger players that are intriguing with this team, like Keytron Jackson, who played, didn't have a catch today, but he's got a lot of potential, and there's some really good young wide receivers. But I keep looking ahead, and I don't mean to do that because this game was so huge for Arkansas. It's just like, it's been so many close games and the streak was at nine all of a sudden. You know, just like, I mean, that was a decade ago. There was you know, people that are covering this game who were in high school and stuff. These guys were, I mean, the guys playing in this game, think about how young they were the last time Arkansas won this game. And now it's over. The streak has ended. Arkansas has a chance to be a top 10 team. You might have a top 10 matchup for an 11 o'clock game in Athens next week. That doesn't happen very often. Not in the SEC, it doesn't. Maybe in the Big 12 or some other conferences, but you don't see many top 10 matchups, which this very well could be at 11 a.m. on ESPN. Georgia won, what, 62 to nothing over Vanderbilt? It's gonna be, it's gonna be a tough one. They're gonna have to have some things go right. They're gonna have to get healthy. Absolutely, but a great win for Arkansas today. You should be proud if you're a Razorback fan. You should be celebrating right now. So finish up this walk and talk. Have one for me, I guess. Yeah. I feel like I missed so much. There's so much to talk about, but um, congratulations to Sam Pittman. I don't know if I've talked about Sam Pittman enough, but he deflects praise and deflects praise. And he is the central figure of all of this. It doesn't happen without that guy. It just doesn't. And it's just, a, I mean, like, it's just about being a team, man. I mean, fighting, believing, loving each other. It's, you can't fake it. And to have it at Arkansas now is really special. And this is, to me, I have not seen a locker room as close as this one since Houston Nutt was head coach. And I know it unraveled there at the end for him, but there were some years where, I mean, that locker room was tight. And I don't know if maybe they're just better at keeping this stuff 
hidden or stuff, but I mean, like for the last several head coaches, you always hear about strife in the locker room. This guy didn't like that guy, especially with the Chad Morris era. And you just don't hear that at all. I mean, like, that's how like I gauge it. Like, I don't hear that stuff at all. It's not, it's just not existent. Not existent, non-existent. Take it in, enjoy it. All right, everybody, this has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.